What's up, everybody? And welcome to Pillow Talk, Moment with the Mowgli's. I am Johnny Mowgli Jr. And I'm Deidre Mowgli. And we are an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Mo. Up, it's our first video. Welcome all to the first video podcast. Hey, y'all. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. We are so excited. You always be trying to interrupt my greetings. I apologize. Go ahead. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. How y'all doing? Hey, babe. Hi. You gonna act like that first part ain't never happened? It didn't okay. happen. We can act like it didn't happen. Okay. All right then. How are you? I'm wonderful. Are you? In grind mode. In grind mode. Amen. So, tell me this. This is our first video podcast. How do you feel being in our studio that we kind of, no, we ain't kind of, we created ourselves. Like, we built the panels and we got some other stuff we're working on, so, but we built it ourselves. How you feel? Um, It feels good. It feels different. Um, from when we were just in here the few times with an empty room. Yeah. Um, it just feels good to see something manifest, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's great, great stuff. So, yeah, yeah. here we are. And we're still working on it. And we're still working on it. We got a, a good bit of stuff we got to do. We're still working on it. But this is what I want to talk about today because this is the first video podcast. And this is going to be the very first time. I'm talking to this woman beside me. Y'all, she wrote a book, y'all. She, no, no. She's part. She wrote a chapter in a book. <laughs> I was about to say, because remember you told me um, you wrote I'm a chapter. Not, not, <laughs> I, 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 we ain't going to talk about that. This is what we're going to talk about. It's about you. She wrote a She is a co-author with a group of women who wrote this book, Woman, Woman Healed and Whole. The test, testament from survivors. So this is where we at right now. It um, it's been a process, and I want to talk to her about it. She's actually the very first chapter in the book. Um, want to get shouts out to the the visionary behind yeah. this, Pastor Tia. Yep. And Tia Monique. Tia Monique, and. Y'all, we, we'll have her on the show very soon, but I want to talk to this beautiful woman beside me, and I'm going to ask you some questions. You ready for this um author? I am, sir. Okay. And now, it is actually, uh, as Tia reminded me, best-selling. Best-selling best book. <laughs> You're right. This is, the first question is, Have did you ever, in your million years, think you would write and be a part of a book. You said in my million years? Yeah. In a million years? Yeah. Okay. In your million years. In your... In Deidre world is different. You already know this. Whatever. Um, I didn't. I didn't. And I still kind of don't believe it. Um, but I did. And so I'm excited about it. And... Um, but I, I would have never thought that. I just didn't... I guess I just didn't see that... For myself. Hmm. I saw it for you, but I didn't see it for myself. So my question is this. Um, you wrote a chapter in this book. Would you ever wrote, write a book, an entire book? Well, I'm I'm never going to say what I'm 
never going to do. Um, as I stated before, I just didn't, I didn't see this happening. Um, but it did. And I'm, I'm very thankful and very grateful to Tia, um, that she kind of pushed me to accept the invitation to be a part of it. Um, but I, I think I could, uh, the process to do even this chapter, you already know what that is. Yeah. And, um, I guess we'll share some of it, but, um, I'm not going to say what I what what'll never happen or because my first thought when you said that question was like no nah, I'm straight I'm good with just a chapter, um, but I I could I could see myself yeah yeah I think I believe you have and this is the one thing like I've like I've told you before even when starting this podcast um, one of the great sayings that you say all the time that we are not for everybody but we are for somebody right and yeah. There's somebody out there that needs to hear your story and how you persevered and got through. Yeah. However that was. So, you know, I always do this. I always say, think about when you were in that situation in this chapter in the book, when you were in that situation that you didn't have any options, like nobody to really reach out to, to talk to, to help you through this stuff. And by the grace of God and us staying together and us fighting you know, hard, we got through it. Yeah. So to that young woman or that, that young woman or young couple that's in that situation, you know, they need to hear this story. Yeah. To get them some, some type of hope to say, okay, I know somebody who did this and got through. Right. Right. So I, I, and I, I see that now yeah. that I'm on the other side of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let's start here. How, in the book, it, the book is about survivors, women, women being healed and whole. Mm-hmm. How, where were you at at the beginning, and then how did you get healed and whole? Okay, can I give just a little backstory on how this um, great project came to fruition? Well, yeah, let's let's talk about how the project was birthed. Okay, so. Um, my good sister friend, uh, Tia, um, we call her Pastor Tia. Uh, she is... Because she um, is a pastor. She, right. Friend. She's a phenomenal... A right. It's not a nickname. Um, she is a phenomenal person um, in the kingdom, in the world. And she actually told me the idea of the you know Testament from Survivors, Women Healed and Whole, because she herself has, a, and, and you know, yeah. just crazy testimonies. Yeah. And she approached me about it because, you know, we were always talking. And she, I knew that she was going to do the project, but I didn't know that she was going to ask me to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, I was ready to assist her with whatever she needed. But she said, she called me and she said to me, she said, I want, to, I want you to be a part of this project. And I want you, your chapter to be about... Um, you know, you were a teenage uh, uh, mom, teenage mom. You were uh, pregnant at 17, uh, got married by 19, you know, all those things that you, you know, overcame and went through. You know, I think, you know, you need to tell that. And I was like, as she was saying this, I was like, what? Like you, me? You always trying to buck on something. No, it wasn't that I was trying to buck, but I couldn't see it. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, I never looked, 
I always thought about what others went through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Was, you know, you find people who've gone through um, domestic violence, you know, and and different things like that as some of the women in the book. Yeah. It's like, you know, my, my, you know, my story ain't nothing compared to, you know, some of the women. And so I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm good. I, you know, I had some things happen to me, but I'm good. It, you know, it's not that much to be written or talked about. Right. And she was like, no, that's where you're wrong. You have something to say. And I want you to say it. I'd like you to say it in the book. And so after I swallowed that pill and, you know, cause I'm, I'm a firm believer, like, and I tell God this all the time, if some, there's something that you want me to do, and I know that you want me to be a part of it, I don't ever want to not be in your will. So I'm going to do it, yeah. even if I'm doing it scared. And I remember you told me you were like, um, okay, you can do it. That's going to be fine. That's going to be good. That's going to be real good. And I was like, I don't know. And you were like, yeah, you ready. You ready for this. You got this. And you said, plan a weekend that we'll go out of town because you need to be in another space. Yeah. Um, and because, like you said, that's what helped you get to where you, you know, the, a good headspace for when we finish, when you finish your book. Right. And so you were like, plan a weekend that we're going to go, even if it's like right up the road. And we did. We went, we literally went um, right up to Jacksonville for the weekend. And that's where I wrote uh, the bulk of the chapter. Yeah. And then finished, you know, the rest of it. Uh, once we got back home a little later, but you know, the change in scenery made a difference. The change in the atmosphere made a difference. Yeah. And I remember one thing you told me, you said like, like put yourself back in that situation so you can tell your story from that place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like feel, feel what you're writing. Like put just, if you can in your mind, put yourself back in that place that you were in when you were living this stuff. And literally that's what I did. Yeah. It would, That's what I did. If we would have stayed in our environment, then that would have never happened. Yeah. If yeah. For, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's psychologically or whatever, but when you leave your environment where you're at, where you pay the bills and stuff be happening on a regular basis, if you got kids and you're dealing with all these different things, as long as you can yeah. connect it to that, then it's hard for you not yeah. to, you know. Yeah. So... Once you leave that, you get a sense of relief. Yeah. And it's a little easier for you to transition into that place you need to be in. Yeah. So, you know, I even saw a couple of times, I know you stayed up late <laughs> that night and you was writing and I was in the bed and I was, you know, trying to support as much as I possibly can. I don't know how much I helped, but, you know, you stayed up you a did. good part of the night and, and you wrote and then <laughs> woke up. And then you wasn't in the bed. And I was like, well, where's she going? You was up writing again. And then I walked in and you were crying. I was like, what the world? Well, I mean, well, you told me to go back. And you went back. <laughs> <laughs> so that part to me was amazing. Because I was like, ah. oh, Lord, what the happened? You told but me to it, go back. But you went back. And that's what was caught in your chapter. The emotions, the, the realness, the authentic the authenticness of you going through that stuff yeah. and being a part of it. So that's why I say somebody. Yeah. Cause somebody's there right now. Right. Somebody's been there for a little while. Somebody's looking like they're getting ready to go there. So everybody's story. We don't, as human beings, it's not that we go through different stuff. It's just the way we handle it. Mm -hmm. So everybody has, has a unique way of handling it. And it's a such thing as not knowing how to handle it. Yeah. 
If you don't Absolutely. know, you don't know. Absolutely. You didn't know. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, but by the grace of God, you got <clears> through <throat> it. And, you know, it, it was a lot in our young, we were just, we were just out there. But, so, a great group of women mm-hmm. who was courageous enough and brave enough to tell their story, a part of their story, and how they persevered yeah. and got through it. So, um, I do believe you needed to be a big part of this. Yeah. Um, because the mother that you are, the woman that you are, was birthed through a little small part of this chapter in this book. Right. right. So, you would never be the person you are right now if you didn't go that through I this not. stuff. Absolutely. But you stayed and you went through the process. You didn't abandon the process. Right. So, we talked about you... Won't let write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, do you consider yourself a writer? <laughs> no. Why not? Do I consider myself a writer? Yeah. I don't. I really don't. I really don't. So I'm, I'm going to tell you what I consider yourself. I, I believe everybody in the world is a writer. Um, a fact if you were able to take your life and put it into words, mm-hmm. especially if you went through something and got through something and able to be successful mm-hmm. and gain something from it, mm-hmm. then you have something to tell. I, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people do not do that mm-hmm. because they feel like they don't have anything to tell. They don't have anything to tell, or what they went through is not worth it, or they caused their own stuff, so they really ain't got. So it, I, I believe everybody has a story to tell that somebody would need to hear. Yeah. So I beg to differ. I do see you as a writer. Okay. <laughs> How long did it take you to write the book? Write the chapter. The chapter. Um, like I said, I wrote I wrote the bulk of it that weekend in Jacksonville. Um, so that literally was we left on a Friday evening. I think. Yep. After we got off. Yep. And we came back on a Sunday. So the bulk of it happened that Friday night. Um, and I would start and I would stop and I would start and I would stop because I had, I remember, well, you listen to classical music and that helps you focus because you were working that weekend too. Yeah. Um, but I put in my, my um, just my worship list and had my headphones in. And so... Um, that was what allowed me to, I guess, just like kind of purge myself and take myself back to um, the 17-year-old that was pregnant and really didn't have a clue about, you know, just about what I was doing. Let me put it like that. Because, of course, we were in a relationship, and that's how I got pregnant. But... Tad bit fast, but okay, go ahead. Okay, well, I was. I was fast with you, though. Yeah. Thanks so much. I was a little fast. Yeah, you was a lot faster. <laughs> um, you're trying to shine on me. Somebody, you was a little fast. I was fast with you, sir. You're right. Fastness. You're right. Um, but, you know, I took myself back to that place. Um, I took your advice. Took myself, tried to take myself back to that place to, I guess, kind of feel those feelings that I felt at that time that I hadn't thought about in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was able to go back to that place, you know, the, 
you know, one week I graduate, one week I graduated from high school and was good and pregnant. And the next week I was exactly a week later on a Monday, I, you know, I delivered her. And for me, not only did it take, did it take me back to feelings of, um, being that pregnant teenager, it took me back to the feelings that I had at that moment for you because we weren't together during that time. So I think that's where a lot of the emotional stuff came in at. Um, and you know, me having her and, and stuff like that, but even more so the point of just allowing me to process all that as I wrote the chapter, but also able to know that, that I've, I'm better because of having to go through that. I'm better because enough, because at that age, I had the responsibility. I was still, you know, living with my mom, but I had the responsibility now of not only caring for myself, but caring for this child. And and not being sure where your knucklehead boyfriend. Well, you wasn't my boyfriend. I was always your boyfriend. You wasn't my boyfriend at that time, sir. Connected Connected and together is two different things. It's connected. Being connected is more than. Anyway, that's not what this is about. Right, right. So, but you know, just even those feelings of not, you're right, uncertainty of where our relationship was going to be. I, yeah. I, I never had a doubt that once the truth came out that she, you know, she, that you were just scared. So that's why you said that she wasn't yours. But, mm. but I knew that once that came out, that you would be a great father to her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's not that I wasn't, because I knew that your that your mom and your dad and your family was going to support me, you know, as well as my family. Mm. So, and they, which they did. So for me, it wasn't the unsurety of that. It was the uncertainty and the still wanting for us to have our relationship back. Yeah. Um, that kind of, you know, kept me. But, but in that moment, after I got through that initial, you know, what's going to be up with us it turned into a determination to do it, to take care of her, to, to clothe her, to, you know, feed her, to, to, you know, bathe her, to, to care for her, to love her, you know, get her where she needed to be. Even as I started back, it started, you know, in college. Yeah. So yeah, it, it just, it took me back to, to those places when those different things happened. Yeah. And it started there, you know? All right. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So, mm-hmm. Would you would you ever be open to having an open forum um, of talking a little bit about parts and pieces of your life to equip other women or get them an idea or option on how to get through stuff? Well, I feel like we're already doing it now. Yeah, I got that. But yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> my question is to you, would you be open to having an open forum with a group of women and and I know I know how you are now because uh-huh. it took you a minute to grab a hold of the whole couple counseling thing that we do now right because you pushed me to do couple counseling but it was hard for me to do couple counseling without my mate so once so you, you got on board with that like we moved forward but I, what I what I do see now is mm-hmm. um I don't I don't know what it is and I this is this is I can say for both of us I don't know what it is sometimes about you know 
you knew you were supposed to write this this chapter in this book. Mm-hmm. But somewhere, whether it was you didn't think it was valuable enough, you didn't think it was worth it, you didn't think it meant um, as much as the other women stuff in here. Mm-hmm. All but, of those things. But this every every chapter in this book is literally hundreds of thousands of millions of women's lives. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And yeah. just exactly like yeah. all these women in this chapter in these book, this book that didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. That didn't have an answer. But mm-hmm. by the grace of God somehow got through. Mm-hmm. So just think if women or people, period, gave gave this information on how they got through stuff, how many more options there would be for other women, men, young people out there? Yeah, it's a it's a lot of it, a lot of the generation has been dropped because we won't share. Yeah, we yeah. won't share. So I commend not only you but every woman in in here. Like I said before, that has been brave enough to. Give this part because this is an intimate part of your life. Yeah. Um, and Most definitely. Don't nobody. The world likes to talk about the flawedness and the weak, the weak stuff and the mistakes, but don't nobody really talk about the great stuff that happens. That right. Don't, that don't. That don't get through. So everybody loves a survival, a survivor story. Mm-hmm. What you go through, what you've been through, what you've been through, and then boom, you made it on top. But. This is the essence of a person's life. I believe there are women. And what made it, I'm going to tell you what made this a no-brainer for me, that mm-hmm. I believe that you could do it because we got five daughters that came from me and you. And we got one daughter that did not come from you but came from me. Mm-hmm. And everybody's treated the same. You are still there for every last one of them to this day. Best friends, you talk to your daughters every single day. They don't talk to me every day. You better, y'all. But y'all talk to I'm just saying. <laughs> I stayed, y'all. I was I was anyway, this ain't about me. She talked to them every single day. And that I'm telling y'all, to me, that means so much because they have a relationship. Once you get to a certain place in life, you parent different. Mm-hmm. So, for y'all to have a connection like that, that really means a whole lot to me. Now, and I, I believe that you know they do talk to me, and we do have conversations and stuff. But for us to still have a relationship with our kids like that, and they still call us till this day for, for you know, suggestions for advice, you know, so it's it's great. This is the part, but this is the part, this chapter in this book is one of the parts that you persevered through that got you to the place you are now. And the manifestation of it is the relationship you have with your children. So, and this is just one part of it, y'all. This ain't even, this, this is not even the whole life story. And, you know, me and, me and my wife, we, we do present ourselves as a united front because that's how we roll. Yeah. We're a united front when it comes to pretty much everything, whether y'all see us together or not. But this is the thing. She has her story. She has her story. And 
at some point in time, I'm I'm gonna get her with her big sis, and they go get together, and then they go. She go get us. She go get her own. She go get her book. She's gonna get her book, which I would suggest that every woman in this book, at some point in time, write their own book. I think a few of them actually are. Yeah, writing their book, um, and I think it was birth because I know there were some women in in this who. You know, maybe didn't see their story as, you know, that's, you know, just Important stuff that enough. happened yeah. to me, you know. Um, nobody's, you know, going to need, need it, but we we do. We we are, because we know that our lives are not our own, you know, our our trials and, and different things that we go through, triumphs, all this stuff or whatever, you know, there are things that are meant to be shared to help somebody else. Yeah. Because there's always that woman out there. There's always that young girl out there. There's always, you know, even that man or young boy, there's always somebody out there. And in that moment when they're going through stuff, they think that I'm the only one going through only this. person. I'm the only, I'm the only person going through this. I don't know how, you know, I'm going to get through this. Who can I talk to? Who can I turn to? You know, surely in, in, with all these billions of people in the world, I'm the only one that's going through this situation right now. Yeah. Because, you know, something, you know, I I, I talked about in the book with um, the, the, all the stuff that surrounded, you know, Paige being birthed and stuff like that, which is, is our second child. Um, you know, with us, me and you getting back together. And a lot of people didn't know that we were back together. Um Cause we was back together, y'all being nasty and not married. But anyway, um, you know, and then she was conceived and then she can't actually, I went into labor early with her. Mm. And so just that, but even before that, when I first found out and I knew that I was pregnant, but I hadn't, um, went to take the test and everything right. like that or whatever. Um, but in, even in that moment, me, I remember sitting in the hallway at my, my mom's house and writing this letter to my daddy. And it was like, you know, hey, because I couldn't get up the the, the nerve, to the courage him. to tell him or to not only just tell him that I was pregnant again, but to ask him to send me, I think I asked him for $800 to go get an abortion. I was too far along to get one in Savannah, but I had already uh, got the information from the clinic mm. in Atlanta. Mm. And I called and I sat in the hallway and wrote that letter to him. Like, I'm so sorry. You know, I already have one child and I don't need another because I don't know what, you know, I'm not going to be able to take care of two kids. And, you know, I just need you to send me $800. I can go to Atlanta and get the abortion and da 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 da, you know, writing all this stuff in this letter. And I sent it to him or gave it to him. I think I may have, may have given it to him because at that point I was, um, would see him often still. And, he called me back and he said, I, he, he didn't even go in depth about the letter. He basically said to me, I don't have that money. And in my mind, like, you know, and this was, I, I would think about it like years later, like my daddy always had money. Yeah. He had. Yeah. My daddy always had money. So, you know, for you to tell me that I look back and I, and I laughed about it one time because I was like, he, he didn't want me to do that. But he didn't know how to tell you. Right. He didn't know how to tell you, so he told you he just didn't yeah, have it. Yeah, he said he didn't have it. Yeah. And so, you know, that's why I was like, okay, so, you know, and then after I started writing and it, it just 
Like, everything came out of me. And I was like, somebody does need to know that. Yeah. Um, go ahead. One of the, one of the biggest things, um, once people go through stuff and then they survive, <laughs> because of all the hurt, the pain, the trauma that they go through, mm-hmm. typically... Once they get to a different side of their life and they seem to be doing better, they don't want to remember what happened in the past. Right. Right. That's the main reason they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Because it bring up memories. Mm-hmm. It bring up, it open doors. It does all this stuff. And they, they're not, they don't want to be that person no more. But I promise you, one of the biggest ways of healing yeah. is talking talk about, about the stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. When you talk about it, you remember. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what talking about it did. What I know it did for my wife. Talking about it not only made her help her heal, but it literally helped her be a lot more grateful for where she's at right now. Because once you go back and you look at that stuff and you remember that stuff and everything, then you look at where you are now. Mm-hmm. See, it's not the forgetting part because if you never went through that part, you'd never be here. Today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my biggest my biggest thing is when you go through that type of stuff, it's all a part of your DNA. It's all a part of who you are. Yeah. So you can't forget yeah. about it. It might not have been right. The, the 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 results might not have been good. All these things, but you got to a certain place. Mm-hmm. People need to hear that. Yeah. People need to hear that. People Excuse need to me. hear mm-hmm. that your boyfriend at that time was a jerk. Because I was. But we sitting here now, over 30 years later, together. Because at but some point in, in time. What was so funny about it, and we laugh about it now. We look back and we laugh about it now. But even in that moment when I was, I was... I wouldn't even say I what I I guess I wasn't angry at you for you know d- denying Brianna or for what we went through in that and some of the stuff that we went through with you know in the process with Paige, but it was more so that I never hated you. You know what I'm saying? And for me, and we talk about this, you know, from yeah. time to time, I never hated you. Even when I, you know, I came home and my mom was like, um, you know what Johnny is saying? It's not his baby, and I'm like. What? But even in, and I guess people will be, you know, naturally be like enraged or I hate him or how could you do this to me? I knew that that wasn't your heart. Yeah. And I knew that you, that reaction came from you being scared. Yeah. Just like I was. Yeah. So I didn't have all these emotions of, I hate, you know, I hate you. You'll never see my child. You know, da, 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 da. It was just a matter of, okay, so now I'm just going to wait until he come around. Because obviously, you know, he going through something or, you know, something is going through his mind to to put him in a place. And he's scared out of his mind. Don't know who he's talking to or whatever. But at the same point, I knew that that was the reason for your actions. Because at that point, we had been together, what, like three or four years. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew, no, this ain't, this ain't him talking. So even in that moment, I was not, I didn't, you know, conjure up this hate for you. I literally loved you through all of it. And I think maybe sometimes my mom would, would, um, I know she probably wondered like, why is she so calm? You know what I'm saying? Why is she not ranting and raving and, 
hating him and talking bad against him or whatever. Nobody, nobody talked bad about you in our family. Nobody did. And I didn't either. That wasn't my vibe. Yeah. Um, but even in that, it was another part of this chapter um, that you'll get to read when you purchase the book. Because um, it's on Amazon, and I have some copies as well um, that I can um, that I can actually... Um, and we'll get this on the website, too. Autograph and, and send out or whatever. But another part, another big part, Johnny, of, of writing that chapter allowed me to see that I put, during that time and during our dating... And, you know, all that time before I really started to delve, really started to make my relationship with God a priority, I had you in his place. Hmm. And I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this the other day when I, you know, when the book came, because again, it takes you through all these, those emotions that you had when you, you know, when, when that I had, when I wrote it, I started to think, I was like, Wow. I had him where I should have had you, God. Yeah. And he, the Lord clearly says it. He is a jealous God. Yeah. And so I was like, wow. Because to be completely honest, this is the, that, when this book came and I thought about, okay, so what? what is that person that's reading? Of course, the whole book is powerful. Yeah. But for me, it was personal because it's, what is that person that's going to read the chapter that I wrote? What are they going to get out of it that's going to help them in this moment? And for me, it wasn't just about being, you know, um, a pregnant teenager and all that stuff or whatever. And becoming a, a, a teenage mom and really still being a child myself. But another part that the Lord brought to my remembrance was you had him where I was supposed to be. Hmm. Like, you you were just it. You were everything. What is that Monica song? Everything, yeah, everything to me. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the song. That, yeah, I think that's her song. But it was like that was a revelation for me, and I was like, "But I'm grateful to God that I think that had to happen." Does that make sense? Even though that I didn't want that to happen with you not being there in those moments, would I have wanted you to be there? Absolutely. But even after Paige was born and we had a, a brief split, yeah. even with all of that that happened, I think that I God needed to bring me back to him, to make him my first love. Yeah. And take you out of that place that I had put you in. I believe that. You know what I'm saying? I believe that. Um I, I don't think it's I don't think it's nothing that you can do to physically prepare for marriage, the relationship, or a kid or a child. Mm-hmm. I do believe that we have things in us that are activated when those when, we, things, when those things happen. Yeah. Yeah. I do believe God has a path for us to go down. Right. I do believe that we make the wrong decisions sometime, but God can still bless it. 
So I believe through everything, even me saying that Brianna wasn't my kid in the beginning, mm-hmm. even me and you breaking up, I believe he had he had a vision of what he already wanted to do. So yeah. he is the master of taking lemons and making it into lemonade. He understands and he knows. So for us to go through what we went through, you had a piece on you about me because regardless if I wanted to believe it or not, God lived in me. Mm-hmm. Now, I might not have exuded that the entire time, but right. he was there. Right. And he was in you. Yeah. So certain things happened that we we did respond different. I wasn't that dude. Till this day, we had a conversation the other day, and you said, sometimes in situations, you know, I know you want to act up and act a fool and everything, but you can't because that ain't how you wired. Yeah. It took me a long time to get that. That's not who you are. It when when I. God created me to be a certain way. He created all of us to be a certain way. So when you act out of content of what that is, you have to develop that behavior. You get it from somewhere and then you nurture that behavior. But it's not who the person is. Mm -hmm. So because we have a relationship with God and we work on it, that part of me, when I want to don't do all the stuff, when I don't want to double check stuff, when I don't want to be up, you know, Doing stuff all time of night when I want to have a rest. That's not in me to do. In me to do is always to do excellent. Yeah. Now, my level of excellence might not be others' level of excellence, but my level of excellence is whatever it is at the time that when I'm doing it. That's what I feel. I've I've learned that part, and I'm I've learned to be okay with that. But most of the time, because I do above, go above and beyond to do stuff. People see what I do as excellent. Yeah. It was never, it, it was, that was never me. I wasn't a dude that went around, got girl pregnant. I wasn't, a, that wasn't a part of me. Although I was trying to find who I was, that wasn't a part of me. And you knew my heart because you were the only woman that I've ever given my heart to like that. Mm-hmm. So you knew this ain't that joker. He trying to act like he's yeah. something. He ain't even that. Yeah. That's fine. I wait till he come around. Now, I do believe when you said I wait till he come around, you had a fear in your heart. Like, girl, you finna be sitting here being dumb? Mm-mm. Because I knew you was coming. You knew I was coming back? <laughs> That's the Deidre now. That Deidre back then ain't do that. I knew you it was ain't coming, that. sis. I knew but it was I, coming. But I, in my heart, and I'm, I'm going to tell you what convicted me the most. Because, and this is the crazy part, and listen to this, y'all. Because she did not pour gasoline on it. She just kind of allowed it. Okay, cool. He's saying the baby not his. I'm going to wait till he come around. I ain't get no phone calls. I ain't had people talking crazy to me. I ain't had her mama, her sister, and all them call me and tell me I ain't no good. You a sucker. I ain't had none of that stuff happen. It was silence. Nothing, which which led me had me the only thing I could do is deal with myself and my conscience, yeah. and I'm like Joker, yeah. this is who you gonna be? You finna be that dude out there who got a whole kid? And really, mm. that ain't who I am. Mm-mm. That ain't how my parents raised me. I ain't. I mean, I seen some of it, and I that that ain't that ain't who I am. 
At some point in time, I chose a, a way I wanted to live. But you knew that. Yeah. The connection was real, and you knew that. And regardless, we had a relationship with God in some way, shape, form, or fashion. It might not be as as much as we have now, but it it was something. And God don't leave. Yeah. So even even we was making even though we was making bad decisions, He's kept saying, "All right, I got you. God dog it. God darn it, Dieter, you done made the wrong turn again. Hold on. All right, I got you." I'll get you back over there somehow. We go work it out. Johnny, boy, get right. grace is sufficient, Let me y'all. tell you something, y'all. <laughs> Whatever you think in your situation, <laughs> I mean, and that's why it's so important for books like this to be read. Self-help books are great. Authentic stories of real people's lives yeah. is where it's at because yeah. testimonies the testimonies that people give when they make it through something, man, that's the realization of somebody else going through something else. Like I said, it's stuff that we all go through. We just handle the stuff different. Yeah. We just handle it different. And because the person handling it wrong, that you feel that it's wrong and they're not getting the results because they might don't know how to do it. Yeah. Just like anybody, if you put in a situation and you're uncomfortable, you get scared, you start making decisions try to get up out of there. Yeah. So every decision you make yeah. ain't, ain't necessarily the right decision. But whoever comes to you and say, okay, you made that decision, just hold tight. Just let it settle. God came to you and say, he acting a fool right now. Shh. Yeah. Just, just hold tight. Just, just yeah. wait a minute. And you, as, as you ain't try to fix it yourself. Listen, as Tia's mama said, she said, "Give time, time." Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's what she said to me. That's Y'all good. Gotta give mama little give, props. She give said, time, give time, time, time. And something else that I that I learned, I've been doing some research on quote unquote time management and what it really is. Well, this is what I figured out. This is what I've learned. There's no such thing as time management. Because you can't manage time. Time is what it is. It's indefinite. It's what it is. You manage your events. That's what you manage. You don't manage time because you can't change the time. It ain't nothing going to happen with the time. When the deadline get there, it's there. But you can manage your events. That's what you manage. That's what you manage. The time is literally there to keep you on track. That's what it's there for. So... Sometimes you need to make decisions in a timely manner. And then other times you need to allow time to heal it, to change it, to let it settle down. If you would have never did that, Mm -hmm. if you would have never made that decision, I don't know where it came from, then it's no telling where we'll be at right now. Right. Right. Because I was already scared. Yeah. And and ladies, most of the time when jokers act crazy, they don't they scared. Yeah, they scared. They don't have faith that they they can be a good daddy. Whatever the case is, they're scared. So, what makes you scareder is when somebody I ain't even a word scareder. But what makes you even scared more scared? Scareder. We going with scared. What makes you scareder mm-hmm. is when you already afraid of a situation, mm-hmm. and then you got people attacking you. Yeah. So. It don't help the situation. Yeah. Calling me sorry, calling me deadbeat, dead, calling me all these things does not help my situation. 
All I want to do is not be a part of that situation. That's it. Yeah. So the process is the process. So yeah. I really feel like God giving you that that answer to that to just I know that's not him. Let me just let him deal with himself. God deal with Absolutely. him. Absolutely. He'll come to his senses. Yeah. Cause that's not him. Yeah. And I was literally I wasn't waiting on that to happen, but I was waiting for some backdraft. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, because I know you got she a couple about of. To act up. She about to act all the way up. So, so this is what I want to do. I, I want to want you to present Boo? your book. So this the is people. the uh, the best selling um, book. Uh, it's called Testaments from Survivors: Women Healed and Hold. It features myself, Miss Jill, Miss Jill Maddox, Tamika Palmer, Polly Horton, Mary Williams Wade, Amanda Samuels, Erica Miller, Tamara Brown, Keyshawn Houston, Staffy Blakely, Willina Stafford, Trevon Clifton, Marcia Wells, Andrew Lee Harrell, Shelfonte Minus, Letitia Barnhart, and Yolanda Townsend. And it was all. This is the vision of Tia Monique. It was compiled from her uh, by her. Put together by her and everything is absolutely um it's just it's it's an amazing read and it'll help you um not only just read it because you want to know somebody you know be nosy or know somebody what somebody went through but it's a, a matter of the testament the testimonies from women um including myself who have gone through stuff who have has walked through the process um who knows that god has never left me nor them, um, but he's brought us into the other side. So that's where the strength that you see now comes from. Yeah. Um, the focus, the power, the the um, the uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? The confidence, um, not cockiness, but confidence in in Christ and all that He has done, all that He um, has already done that we, that's being manifested at this moment. So it's um, just a brief summation. This book is filled with the stories of enduring grief, domestic violence, depression, sexual and physical abuse, marriage issues, identity crisis, rejection, and more. But at the end of the day, guys, this book shows that you can be victorious. No matter what it is that you've gone through, no matter age, you know, um, whatever, um, no matter the, the, the ethnicity or whatever, it just shows that you know, we have overcome and we can overcome and we are victorious um, through Christ. So I am most excited about the fact that um, that I listened to Tia, that I accepted it, that I said yes, that you took me to a place where I needed to be at for me to be involved in this, for yeah. this chapter to happen. So I'm just grateful to you too, babe. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Well, I have nothing Amen. else to say on that. Um, Hit me I, up um, if you want this book. Um, uh, you can cash at me, Deb Mobley, um, or I'm Deidre Mobley on Facebook. Um, but just get at me because, like I said, I got some copies. I'll send them out autographed by myself, and I appreciate all your support for this project. It's also on Amazon. Testaments from Survivors, Women Healed and Whole. It'll also be on Moments with the Mobley's website. Yes, we'll put it on the website. So we're as gonna well. put it on there. It'll be I am very proud of you. Thank you. And Mo, there is so much more. Yeah. There's so I much more. That. So um I thank you for saying yes. 
not as your husband, but just as a man living, um, I still learn from you. So, thank you. And that's for me. Thank you, man. All right, y'all. This has been the first video podcast of Mom Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. We hope y'all enjoyed it. More to come. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm still his wife, y'all, Deidre Mobley Jr. And we something like, <laughs> we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Thank y'all. Peace out. Night, night.